<laughs> and it's like, you know, who does that? Like, can you believe that? I mean, come on. What? Who the fuck's knocking on my door this time of the night? Oh, I guess it's not too late. Um, but yeah, damn, I'm trying to do a fucking podcast here. Keep getting interrupted. Hold on. I'm going to answer the door, everyone. I'm not going to hit pause because remember, this show's unedited. It might be a burglar or something. <laughs> not a burglar, but you know what I mean. Uh, can I help you? Oh, yeah, it's Eric here. Holy fuck. You know who you look like? No, wait. You are. Oh, Leonard Cohen. Yes, Leonard Cohen. Holy shit. I thought you died, man. Um, that's what they say. What are you doing here? Come on, come here. Come sit down. Everybody. Got Leonard Cohen in the house. The late Leonard Cohen, well, we all thought he was the late Leonard Cohen, but it seems to me like he's very much alive. Is that your guitar right there? Uh, yeah, man. Why, you want to play it? Oh, uh, yeah. I just got to get something off my chest. Well, shit, man. Fuck. You know, Leonard, you're like one of my idols, man. I'm not dreamed of this day of ever, you know, being able to meet you. Oh, thank you. Oh, well... What brings you to my house? And how do you even find my house? How do you even know who I am? <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. I know. It's, it's You're not dreaming, okay? I'm not dreaming. I'm, boy, I'm pinching myself. And yeah, you're right. I'm not dreaming. I can feel that fucking pinch. Ouch. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, okay, no, calm down. Okay. I just want to play some music. It's been a while. Well, what are you going to play for us? Well, I've been digging... Uh, some of the new uh, artists has been coming out. I really like that uh, that kid, Billie Eilish. Oh yeah, Billie Eilish. Yeah, she's cool, man. Fuck, I got her album over there. Actually, I got her uh, the, the the album she put out called uh, something. I'm really bad with titles. This is what happens when we all fall asleep or some 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 shit like that. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's it's a great album. She writes all of her own music. Her and her brother. Um, yeah, she's one of my favorites right now. All right, well I'm gonna do this song. This is my version of. Bad guy. All right. See what you got, man. Want me to put some, uh, you know, want me to set up a little studio here. Let me uh, see if I can get some effects on there. You want some reverb? You got some reverb? All right, Leonard. Uh, this is, is this good reverb right here? Okay. You ready? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's give it a shot. This is my version of Billy Eilish. Bad guy. White shirt. Now red. My bloody nose sleep. Man. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed. 
Oh, man. I almost got killed out there. I want to say something about these fucking Oregon drivers out here. Okay, I'm going to calm down. Tamara. My cat Tamara's just looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. No, but seriously, I just got... Okay, I've been dealing... This is probably like the fifth time this has happened this year. And I am counting. Um, something to... Something about these Oregon uh, drivers, you know, I've, you know, I'm from Los Angeles and I always say, damn, I thought Los Angeles was fucking crazy when it comes to drivers and stuff. But these Oregon drivers, man, they all act like they're not going to get to their destination on time. We just got to speed down to 35 mile an hour uh, lane and let's go 100. <laughs> anyway, so but my biggest uh, pet peeve and, and what happens to me is, you know, I'm as a pedestrian, um, you know, I'm going to cross the street. You know, I got to push the button and wait for the walk sign. Okay, so here comes a car. He wants to turn right. I'm standing at the corner and wants to turn right. So, but here's the thing. He's wanting to turn right and on a red. And you're allowed to turn right on a red light. Just want to put that out there. Uh, some of you Oregonians, I want to get to that in a, in a second too. But you're allowed to turn right on a red light. As long as there's no traffic, you know, as long as it's safe. Um, so what they'll do is, they'll, really? like this guy did just a little while ago. He pulls in up to the corner. I'm waiting for my light to turn uh, to say walk. And he's just sitting there <laughs> looking. He's looking at the oncoming traffic. He's not even looking at to see if there's like a pedestrian waiting to cross or, to, you know, or, or cars coming from the other way. Of course, he's not going to look for cars coming the other way because they're on the other, other on the other side of the road. He's looking at he's just looking to cover his ass to make sure he's not going to pull out and a car come and hit him. So when he sees it's in the clear, um, he doesn't even see the pedestrian waiting for the walk sign. So my thing says walk. And what does he do? He turns right into me. Like, I mean, he was like a split second away from just running over my, my legs, my, my feet, whatever. You know, I had to jump back really fast. And I, and I kind of uh, pounded on his car, like on, on the side of his car. Oh, you and poor thing. Just kind of put my arms up. He just kept driving. He just drove off like, like you know, looking confused. Like as if he didn't know, he, like he didn't think he did anything wrong. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? You got to look both ways, <laughs> you know? But fuck, that's happened like five times already. Uh, ways, the other times were like similar, but like in a, in a different kind of crosswalk. The, the one where there's the one crosswalk where like if you're crossing and they're, you know, oncoming traffic or whatever, but they're oncoming and they want to turn, I'm going to say my right, but their left, but they have to wait for their light, but they have to go through like the crosswalk. So what they'll do is like, and then when my crosswalk or my cross thing says uh, walk, then I'm getting ready to walk, and I'm pretty much halfway in the middle of the street, and they're just fucking just keep on going, like, and they'll, like, go right past me, like, right in front of me, like, not even, like, wait for me to, to get across the street. Oh, man. Anyway, I just had to get out off my chest. But you're probably thinking, like, well, why would you even start to walk if you already knew he was going to turn right into you because you were sitting there watching him looking at the oncoming traffic? Yeah, dummy. Um, yeah, good good question. I guess I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, you got but still, that right. he's got to look both ways, man. Like, uh, you know, and this has happened before. Uh, I don't get it. Like me, like you know, I haven't driven in a long time. Um, <laughs> Tell me about I haven't it. Driven since I was like in my early twenties. I used to have a <laughs> old and, fart, and I used to actually be a. I had. Okay, I'll you now. I can proudly say this. I've never had any accidents in, in, while I was driving. Whoa. Okay, maybe I had a, a little fender bender. Listen to Mr. Perfect that here. Was nothing, that was nothing. Uh, no cops were called. Whoa. There's a whole other story. Aren't that, you special? Uh, yeah, and I'm not really proud of it, but it was, it was pretty crazy at the time. It was kind of funny. But um, 
It's not proud of it, but it's and funny. I'll tell that story okay. a little bit. Yeah, you make a lot of sense. But no, but I've never had any uh, major uh, accidents or nothing like that. Like I said, the fender bender. I've never uh, had any speeding tickets. It's never been pulled. I've been pulled over for goofing around in the road and giving a sobriety test. And cops uh, found out I wasn't drunk. Um, it was two in, the, 2 in the morning uh, coming back from an ex-girlfriend's house in Merced. I was, you know, 18, 19 or whatever. And late at night, like, it's it's there's this one road where there's really no other cars uh, on the road at, at two two in the morning, and you know how you like there's a, the the paint stripes in the middle of the road like the the, the divider if that's what it's called <laughs> that's how stupid I am when it comes to driving uh, as far as like the the technical terms, um, but yeah so I don't know I was just playing Star Wars I was pretending I was in a Tie Fighter and like those the yellow things were like shooting at me or whatever so, I was dodging them like in and out and so anyway there happened to be a cop right there and he pulled me over and asked me what the fuck I'm doing like. If I've been drinking, I said no. I really, and I really wasn't. I, I didn't drink and drive at all at that time. I, I barely even drank. Well, I was drinking on the weekends and stuff. Like I told you in the other episode, like I would party. But honestly, I wasn't drinking that night. So anyway, because, uh, you know, he gave me the sobriety test and everything. And uh, and just basically told me to learn how to drive better. And once he found out I wasn't drunk or anything. And he just let me go. He didn't even give me a ticket for reckless driving or nothing like that, which is I'm surprised. But anyway, so I pride myself as being a good driver, and, and I and I also pride myself because I, I always put my blinker on. Aren't you, you know? special? Uh, I do everything right on the, in the, when it comes to being on the road. So yeah, so I get all heated whenever I see these cars just go crazy, and I haven't driven in a while. I'm thinking about getting my driver's license again, but I've been thinking about that for the past like, like fucking I don't know twenty years maybe. I'm a fucking procrastinator, man. I think my worst fucking problem is procrastinating. I procrastinate so much that, like, I even say I'm going to stop procrastinating tomorrow. That's fucking procrastination. <laughs> anyway, um, do you uh, do you procrastinate? Is that one of your downfalls? Let me know, you know. Again, I'm trying to figure out a way to set it up where you guys can leave comments and stuff. It'd be great if I can have it where people can call in. Uh, I think last time I checked the, the the stats of my last two episodes, I think I had zero listeners. So if you're out there listening, uh, find some way to let me know. Message me on Facebook, Eric D. Fulmer. You're listening to the Eric D. Fulmer podcast show. It's a sub podcast to my big one that I do with my brother every week called Political Dumbass. You could see that all uh, two episodes up. Just finished the third episode on Friday. Uh, you can catch that at www.politicaldumbass.com and then also like iTunes, podcasts, uh, Spotify. Uh, there's, like, there's a few other platforms. I'm still new to this game, man. I'm just having fun here. I'm not even like, you know, when I first started doing it, I was just kind of messing around and thought, ah, oh, let me let me just try it out. You know, maybe work on my communication skills and, and, and see where it goes. You still um, sound like a dumbass. And just have fun with it. And then when I published it on, because I'm using Soundtrap, uh, uh, the Soundtrap I usually use for my to record the demos and my new music that I'm putting out. And then they also have a podcast section. So I, yeah, let me try the podcast thing and see what happens. You know, you, know, you could do different different tracks and all this good stuff. And um, so yeah, so then so then I went and hit I fill all the stuff and I went and hit published. And also I got an email saying uh, I'm on Spotify and I was like, oh. Oh shit! So I guess Soundtrap is a part of Spotify. So yeah, I guess, and then I guess Spotify. When you do that, then you're automatically on a site called uh, Spotify for Podcasters. It's called a catalog, and it kind of gives you your like your ratings, you know, 
how many people listen and all this stuff like that. But yeah, I keep checking it. It's like zero, zero, zero. I keep sharing this thing on like Facebook and all the things. But I'm trying not to share it too much because I don't want to take away the focus of the main podcast that I'm on, like, you know, which with my brother, which is Political Dumbass, because that's like really cool. So, you know, one day maybe I'll make this a little bit bigger. And my, my goal is to eventually bring on guests because you know with political dumbass it's all political stuff and, and where's here i'm gonna i want to venture into just make, mostly making it about music i want to talk alcohol and drug recovery because i'm an alcohol and drug counselor um so i want to have you know some, i'll maybe have a segment where we just talk about that and, and if i can help someone out there with something that i say based on my own experience and some some uh, words of court uh, words of encouragement and um and uh you know Motivation. <laughs> My brain uh, keeps farting. At the, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's part of the plan, you know, in music. And I, and I, and I would like to have... Uh my friends come on and just, you know, have a good time. Talk music, art, whatever we're passionate about. Politics. If you want to talk politics, we could do that. Um, yeah. Well, right now we're going to pause for a commercial break and pay some bills. <laughs> That's what we say in broadcasting, right? <laughs> yeah. So hang tight. Uh, you're listening to the Eric D. Fulmer Podcast Show. Take it away, Sam. Oh, and trust me, she can go all night. Hi, I'm Joseph Matrix from The Mayhem Show, and I'm here to tell you, you need Will-O-Wisp Special Sauce. It's the sauce that goes straight to your loins, so you can fuck all night. Hey, I'm Nathan. Man, I hit that pussy all night. Hey, this is Charles. I fucked his mom with Nathan. I'm the guy from the Burger King drive-thru. I hit that. I'm just a dog, and I fucked her too. If you like to experience JR's mom like we all did, then you're going to need Will-O-Wisp Secret Sauce. Order now. What is that? <laughs> anyway, again, the show is unedited, uh, unedited and unscripted. Um, but yeah, I would like to have a, my, a lot of, I have a lot of talented friends out there in uh, Facebook land and, you know, close friends that I've grown up with in, in, in Atwater and Merced and, you know, my former band members as well. But I also have a lot of friends who I've met over the years um, who, who regularly comment on my posts and I regularly comment on theirs. And, you know, I'm always goofing on Trump and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm not a Trump hater, just so you guys know out there. I just like, he's just, he's just very easy to goof on. Um, outside of Facebook, I rarely talk about them or, or, or talk about politics, uh, you know, when I do. So I'm glad that we're doing that political dumbass because that gives me my chance to get a lot of the stuff about politics out, too. Because I never really was interested in politics until Donald Trump became president. I mean, you got to thank him for that, I guess. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yes, but I have a lot of friends that are talented. And uh, at some point, I would like to, you know, maybe have, if I could find a way to do it where it sounds good like if, if they because obviously they all live in different parts of the of the world the united states and things like that um if i can get them on the phone and, and make it sound good you know because like i said i'm just basically using the mic um well there's a usb jacks on it and, and using soundtrap to record my tracks and and um you know it sounds good uh but yeah if i could find a way to, to make it sound good to bring guests on and just talk music talk art uh do some plugs if they have anything they want to plug you know, uh, yeah, and, uh, and that's my way of, because I've always been very passionate 
as an artist and as a musician, as a creator, I've always been very passionate about creative rights and creative control and, cre- and creative owned uh, properties and, and just not letting the, the big wigs rape artists and, and make money off them and everything. And because that's how it used to be. And it's how it still is in a way. But I mean, back, you know, especially when there was like the old record labels used to like sign bands for like a couple million dollars and then not even barely promote them and then drop them and then just write it off as a tax write off. And next thing you know, you don't hear nothing about that band. And then, you know, that went on a lot. And that's what, that's one of the things that pretty much killed the, the music industry. Um, so, yeah. Um, but I've always been, because Todd McFarlane was one of, is still one of my biggest idols. And I'm going to tell that story one of these days. I've been telling, I told it on Facebook how I met Todd McFarlane in person. Uh, I'm going to save that for another episode. Yeah, but yeah, so Todd McFarlane, he's one of my idols when it comes to, because what he did with Image Comics and, and how he just like had the balls to just quit, take himself and, and, and six other guys, you know, Jim Lee, Rob Liefeld, and, and just take the risk and start their own independent company and, and make it all about, hey, we're going to have everybody just own their own property, create their own characters and, and, and publish their own books. And, and it's just going to be one big unit and, and everyone's going to be in control of their own thing. And uh, that's just so cool. I mean, so I've always had that attitude of like, even when I can, as a musician, when I'm in the band with guys, it's like everybody's got their own freedom to create what they want to create and do what they want to do outside of the band and have side projects and, and just, and whatever you write, that's yours, you know, you get full credit. When I write something and, and, and I take it to the band and if I write just the music and the melody and stuff, but let's say the drummer writes the lyrics and you know, obviously he's gonna come up with his own drum beat. Let's say the bass player comes up with his own bass line. Everybody gets 50, 50, 50 as far is as Is that even credit. math? That's 50, how I 50, like 50. Even though if I wrote the main structure of the song, whoever else contributed to it gets that equal writing credit. That's just how I always believe because I feel like it wouldn't be a song without everybody's um, input, without everybody's contribution to that song. Yeah, it'd be a song, but it wouldn't be the song that you finally goes on record and people listen to and, and, and enjoy or hate. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my thing. Um, I'm going to take a quick break real quick here and because I think I'm recording on the wrong track. Dude, you don't got to switch tracks. Just keep it rolling. Tell us what you're working on. I'm working on an album called Blood Music. Yeah, explain that in the, or I talked about it in the in the last episode. Um, how was your New Year's Eve? That was pointless. How was your New Year's? Did you drink and drive? And you live to tell about it? No, I don't like to make light of uh, drinking and driving. You know, being in a, what I do is for a living as an alcohol and drug counselor, and a lot of my clients are DUI and. Uh, you know, first timers, and they, I mean, there's no excuse or no nothing for doing it. But uh, you know, like I said, I was, uh, and I'm not proud of the times I drove drunk. I'm just grateful that I never hurt or hurt nobody or killed anybody. I'm very shocked that I never got pulled over or, or gotten busted with it and having to go through DUI diversion or whatever back then, whatever they had in California. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. I'm going to jump back to the other subject about inviting guests on. So that's one of the ideas. And then, um, you know, I'm going to put together like uh, probably later on in the show, you're going to hear me uh, put together a list of shows to binge. You know, I've been binging uh, certain shows. Uh, there's some stuff out there I want to, want to shoot to you guys as far as. Uh, Can you please stick to one topic at a time? To watch. You know, I'm sure all of hey. you got the, the Disney Plus 
that's such a great deal, man. Disney Plus. I mean, okay, it's five ninety nine. I think it's six ninety nine in other places. It was five ninety nine for me, but then I looked and it's showing six ninety nine. Uh, remember when I first got it, it was five ninety nine, but now it's six ninety nine. But I got the the Hulu ESPN. I don't really care about the ESPN one because I already had that on my YouTube TV. Um, no but one it's gives part a of the fuck, package for thirteen dollars. You get Hulu and Disney Plus. Which I, when I looked at, it, I was like, wait a second, Hulu just dropped their price down to. Five ninety nine, and then with Disney being six ninety nine or five ninety nine, it's basically about the same price. If I would have just kept them separate, but <laughs> but I guess it's all right. I think eventually what they're gonna have to do is they're gonna have to uh, create some kind of like. Uh, I heard they have some kind of hub already where you can like access all your apps in one place. But no, what they need to do is like how. So I'm I'm hoping I would love to see the destruction of fucking cable because fucking cable is a nightmare. You know what I mean? They give you all these channels and promise you this and promise you that, and it's like. Maybe seventy bucks when you first get it, and then all of a sudden the price goes up. And next thing you know, eight months down the road, you're looking at your bill and you're paying almost two hundred dollars for the same shit. Uh, you know what I mean? So that's why I got I got rid of cable, man, and I got that YouTube TV, fifty bucks a month. You know, I get everything that cable was giving me. I get the local channels live, you know, DVR stuff, so I can like you know record shows and watch them later. You know, which is like basically on demand. And um, yeah, for forty nine bucks a month, if I wanted to add Showtime, I can. But I got that on my Prime. Uh, so yeah, and then with the YouTube TV, if there's a month that I just maybe I'm kind of a little bit low in cash and don't want to spend the money, I can just hit pause on it and, and just resume it whenever I'm ready to pick it up again. Plenty of entertainment out there. I don't have to have YouTube TV. Uh, if I'm kind of broke that month, I could just hit pause and just watch shit on Netflix and Hulu and whatever else, you know. <laughs> so, so many uh fucking options out there for entertainment, man. It's fucking. I think it's fucking great. You know, shit. I remember when I was you know growing up and shit. 13 channels, 13 channels of shit. <laughs> and, if, and if you could afford it, you get cable. You know, at that time, it was like the cable was what an extra 10 channels, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're in a world of freaking binging and, and, and cable shows and, and, and not cable shows, but, you know, fuck you, Infinity. Network, uh, streaming shows. Damn, get it straight, dude. Um yeah, okay, let's let's go down the list a little bit of, of the streaming services for TV or for, you know, just for entertainment. We've got Netflix, really cool. They're, you know, they've been there since the beginning, you know. I don't think they'll ever go away, even though, they, regardless of their popularity, I think they'll always be around. Hulu, um, Crackle, I think Crackle's old faithful because no matter, Crackle's free and it's got a lot of great content on it. It's even got a lot, of, a lot of great original shows on it. They got that one on there. I, I, I keep wanting to watch it. I just haven't got around to it. But it has Ron Perlman in it, the guy that you know played Hellboy. Uh, I forgot what the name of that show is, but it looks like looks like a really good show. I love the really you know cool dramas, crime dramas, and you know freaking Mexican cartel. You, any any show you put the Mexican cartel in is going to make that show fucking just kick ass. You know, like like any any show like Sons of My Ends, you know, freaking Breaking Bad. All you know, Breaking Bad's a fucking one of the best of all time. I can get into that. I could probably do a whole podcast show on that or whole episode on, on Breaking Bad. Um, but yeah. So we got Netflix. We got Hulu. Uh, what else is out there? We got the new one, Disney Plus. Such a great fucking deal, man. Disney Plus. We got, uh, what's another streaming service that's really cool? My mind's going blank. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to have to make a list. So I'm going to hit pause here in a little bit and put together a list and then, uh, and then come back on. So yeah, I like to like I said, I hit record, boom, start talking, see where it goes, and um, hopefully you guys are still listening. If I lost you somewhere, he's lying about that list. That I lost you somewhere. <laughs> if you're hearing me say this, that I haven't lost you yet, right? Oh, 
And in the beginning of the show, did you catch Leonard Cohen? He, he dropped by uh, the late Leonard Cohen. You know, um, that really happened. So, you know, I'm not bullshitting you. That's one thing you won't get on this channel is, is, is somebody lying to you and bullshitting you. I'm real. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit, yeah. motherfucker. Okay. So I'm going to take a, a, a little bit of I'm going to I would say I'm going to take a commercial break, but I'm going to take a a, a, a a bathroom break. Okay. I didn't really want to have to go there on air, but okay. I'm going to go take a fucking shit and maybe even a piss, a piss and a shit. I'm going to hit pause. I'm going to do that and I'm going to come back and then we're going to talk some more about uh, the future of this show, where, where I'm going with it. Um, maybe we'll get into some more stuff. I got a lot of stories to tell. I'm a storyteller. Even if you can't understand what I say half the time, I do mumble a lot. I got a speech impediment. I'm trying to work on that. That's one of the other reasons why I kind of started doing this podcast. I was doing it to practice so that way when I'm doing it with my brother, because I didn't like the way I sounded on the first episode of Political Dumbass, I was like, you know, like I said, I, I don't like the way my voice sounds on, 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 on when I speak on, on, on air or anything or in interviews. Back when I was in Willowisp and we had to do those little cable cable access shows and um, I'd always I can never like understand what I was saying whenever they'd ask me questions and so I don't know it's weird but I you know I did telemarketing I, I close deals uh, I sing you know so I, I'm clear on and when it comes to that but when it comes to just having a conversation I feel like a holy shit what the fuck you're still here uh yeah I never left where were you, man? I was sitting here doing my podcast. Everyone, this is a uh, Leonard Cohen. Uh, if you remember, he was at the beginning of the show. He did a, his version of a Billie Eilish song called Bad Guy. I thought it was really sweet. Uh, he just dropped by my house unexpectedly. At, uh, I thought you had to take a like shit. Like I said, uh, it was, obviously I'm shocked. That's probably why I'm stumbling my words because like, it's like he's supposed to be dead. He's an idol of mine. He's a major musical influence. And uh, here he's in my living room. And... Uh, I guess uh, he wants to do another song. It sounds like he's grabbing my guitar. Oh uh, yeah, you got a you got a capo by any chance? A capo? Yeah, idea. Here you go, bro. All right, we're gonna put this at the fourth fret. Cool. Yeah, I just got that capo. You know, I just discovered the the the, the beauty of playing with a capo after thirty five years guitar, of playing man. guitar. It's a capo. <laughs> man, you're an idiot. I know, but anyway. Uh, so what are you gonna do this time? Uh, well, I'm gonna do Billie Eilish. You should see me in a crown. All right, man. Let's put some reverb on. And here is Leonard Cohen with his version of Billie Eilish. You should see me in a crown. Yeah, you killed it, brother. Hell yeah. Man, Leonard Cohen, everyone, in my house. The, the late Leonard Cohen. He's no longer the late Leonard Cohen. He is the Leonard Cohen, uh, one of my idols, one of my musical idols. 
Uh, love his voice. I love his poetry. I heard some death metal he's in taking there. Taking on some uh, newer material with some of these new artists. Started with Billie Eilish. I wonder what else he's got up his sleeve. Well, um, I could stick around and show you. Uh, well, I got to get back to the podcast uh, later. I would love to have you on next time. Love to have you as a regular guest if you could drop by. You could drop by any time, man. Okay, well, I guess I better be get going. There's a, there's a, uh, something going on downtown. Oh yeah, downtown Portland. Yeah, have you seen downtown Portland lately? Uh, no, but I heard a lot about it. There's always something going on. Yeah, dude. Matter of fact, you can uh, borrow my guitar if you want and go down there and play on the corner. <laughs> you know, maybe uh, trip everyone out. They all like Leonard Cohen. Holy shit, he's on the corner of fucking Pioneer Square. Holy fuck. Oh, you mean I can borrow your guitar? Yeah, man. Go ahead and take it, dude. All right. All right, Leonard. See you later, bro. You know where the door's at. And I don't mean that in, this, in the, any disrespect whatsoever, but I got to get back to this podcast. Uh, please drop by any time, and I'll uh, be l- happy to have you. Oh, man. You're the best. I know. <laughs> and so are you. All right. See ya. And there you have it, folks. <laughs> you know. Again, this podcast is unpredictable. It's un, It's actually unedited, unscripted, and now unpredictable. Because you never know what's going to happen. Um, I know what's going to happen next is i got to take another crap. Another crap? I ate or something. You know, I just became uh, When did you take the first crap? Maybe about a month and a half. When Leonard was singing? I'm going like, to go back to meat. And I just, there's so many good choices out there. You know, uh, I was a vegetarian for two years back in the 90s. But back then, it was like... All he really had was Morningstar, but I did it for like two years, you know, without eating meat or nothing, you know, along with my drinking and doing whatever drugs. Uh, but I would, uh, yeah, I went a whole two years just eating Morningstar, whatever they had on the shelf at the time. And, and I think in the 90s, uh, vegetari- vegetarianism was probably around forever, but at that time it was just, it was kind of like becoming like a trend, like, oh, you got to be vegetarian. Now you can't be vegetarian without someone uh, asking, like, oh, do you, uh, do you eat soy and uh, blah, 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 and eggs and blah, 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 and, like, uh, you got to have uh, certain cheeses and blah, 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 and it's like, well, I guess you got to be vegan. There's a difference between vegan and vegetarian. Look, I'm not trying, as much as I love animals, and, and I, I mean, I love them more than humans most of the time, um, I'm not a vegetarian to save the animals, although I, I believe me eating this way is saving some animals. But in order to save all of the animals from being killed for food or being, you know, slaughterhouses and things like that, is that everybody, all 7.5 billion people on this planet would have to, like, just go vegetarian. Um, Yeah. So me is more or less just for health because I was, uh, you know, I was at the doctor and I I have high cholesterol because I did a keto diet um, back in November of last year. And I lost about 35 pounds, you know. So I've been trying to lose this weight. You know, I put on some weight after I left the band and everything. And, you know, I want to get down to my bikini body. You know, but, that, you know, I was on the meth diet. <laughs> Don't want to go back there again. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so I did the keto diet. And that worked really good. That's where you're just eating all uh, high fats, but good fats, you know. And then, like, pretty much 20 carbs a day. Uh, but yeah, but my cholesterol skyrocketed, so the doctor has me on these stats now. And um, but it's been improved since then. So you know, then I do the calorie count. Uh, and then recently, I just been doing vegetarianism because about a month and a half ago, my right foot started hurting really bad. It was hard to walk. I'm excruciating pain. It kind of felt like like my ankle was being kicked in or whatever. And it felt like somebody. It felt like a remember the movie Misery. 
Like, when uh, Kathy, what's her name? Kathy Bates was fucking hammering that dude's feet with that hammer. Uh, yeah, that's what I felt like. I felt like I woke up and, damn, was she here last night or something? Fuck, you know, because my foot is like, bub. Anyway, so I thought it was gout. I remember having gout back in 2011. I thought it was related to drinking because that was when I was stopping to drink, or stopped drinking and I, and I was going through withdrawals and things like that. And, and not only that, I was also relapsing, but I just assumed that gout was a thing that alcoholics get. So even back then, I just Googled, uh, how do you take care of gout? And they said, cherry juice, you know? So I went to Trader Joe's. This was back in 2011, went to Trader Joe's, bought a bottle of 100% cherry juice. Uh, totally sweet as hell, sour as hell, um, but really good. And it went away. Like I didn't go to, I was going to go to the doctor, but it just, it went away and I never had any problem whatsoever with it. Now, fast forward to just about, like I said, a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago, same pain, uh, barely get out of bed. When I go to the bathroom, I could barely walk. And then, uh, just got so bad one day, I just decided to go to urgent care. I had to miss work and just go to urgent care. And um, they tested me for gout. Even the doctor, because my foot was kind of swollen, even she thought it looked like gout. And um, so, but they took x-rays, took my blood work. Everything came back normal. My uric acids was uh, normal. Uh, the x-rays showed a little bit of inflammation. She was thinking maybe some slight arthritis. And I was like, oh, man. So she said that uh, for me to just get in touch with my regular doctor. Burp, Sorry. I still gotta take a crap. Anyways, take. I'm holding it. Get in touch with my regular doctor and see what they say. So yeah, so talk to my regular doctor. She said there's really no tests. So she looked at my X-rays from that night, and uh, that I went to the urgent care and uh, and saw that my uh, my foot does have some some arthritis in it. I guess osteoporosis or whatever it's called. I have flat feet. My grandmother always said, you got flat feet. You're never going to be able to, you'll never get drafted. You don't have to worry about being drafted and you'll never be able to get into the army because they don't take anyone with flat feet. And, uh, and so, yeah, so I've always got, you know, I always got to wear these shoes that are like wide fit, you know, so it's always hard to find the right kind of shoes. So anyway, so yeah, my, my doctor said I got some slight arthritis. She chalked it up to just being old, part of getting old. She's like, well, yeah, you know, she's a, Indian lady, really nice Indian lady, and uh, I'm going to try to do her accent as much as, as, as best I can. But So, oh, yes, it's just about to get old, you know? <laughs> that sucked, I know. Anyway, so, uh, but when I, when I thought it was gout, that's when I made the switch to vegetarianism, and I said, okay, well, now it's not gout, it's arthritis, maybe we'll go back to meat. But I've just been finding all the good stuff out there. Like I said, uh, you got that impossible meat now, or, or was it called Beyond, Beyond Meat? Um, that's not a, that's a, that's okay. I had, I had like the actual Beyond Meat, uh, sausages, Italian sausages, and they seem kind of, I don't know, I don't like the texture. The taste is really good, but I've been sticking with that brand corn, uh, Q-U-O-R-N, I believe. Uh, they make really good freaking products. I mean, that's the one thing about vegetarians and vegans is like, they may not like meat, but they're so obsessed with it that they'll freaking make that shit look exactly like it and taste pretty close to it. Um, yeah, there's been a few things I've eaten that, like, if you wouldn't have told me it was meatless, I would have been like, okay, huh, you're bullshitting me. But anyway, so, like, the other day I had the spaghetti and meatless balls, which is actually spaghetti and balls, because <laughs> there's no meat. <laughs> oh, I cracked myself up. One of my good friends on Facebook actually told a joke similar to that when I posted about my uh, meatless hot dogs or whatever. But anyway, um... But yeah, I've been finding, uh, oh yeah, the chorizo, uh, 
man, because I love chorizo and eggs, chorizo and huevos. Um, so the vegetarian or the soy chorizo, I guess it's called. And then there's Trader Joe's got their own their own style of it. I love it, man. It tastes. I mean, they nailed the flavor of that. Um, so yeah, so if you're out there and you're able to leave me comments or message me on Facebook, tell me what your uh, diet's like and uh, some give me maybe give me some health tips and and all that stuff. You know, I know when I go on Facebook and I post stuff like this, everybody's a doctor, everybody's a nutritionist. No matter what's going on in the world, everyone becomes a professional at this or that. If you have a legal problem, everyone's got legal advice for you. You know what my legal advice comes from? Watch it like Law and Order, SBU, and other stories. Uh, Chicago PD. I could probably do surgery on somebody just from watching The Resident and Brain surgery Chicago is not Med. rocket Those science. Are my two <laughs> doctor shows. And yeah, and I could probably I could probably handle your case in court by watching Bluff City Law and learn all that stuff from there, okay? I even know I even know karate. And how I know karate? I watch a lot of Bruce Lee movies. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to go take this bathing break. We're about 40 minutes into this podcast. I don't want it to run over an hour. Uh, last two episodes were about so roughly around 45 minutes or so. Uh, yes, you're listening to the Eric D. Fulmer Podcast Show. And eventually, I'll have my cat as my co-host. I'm going to go take a crap now, okay? I got to go take a crap. Enjoy this little dit D of music right here. On WKBC. Where's my guitar? I'm going to take a shit. Well, I'm playing guitar. Yeah, usually the inspiration comes when I'm on the toilet. <laughs> maybe I can write a hit about me being on the toilet and taking a big giant shit. I can see this song going number one. Taking a ship is no fun. from within the shit must come from within let it go 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 flush it down the combo oh yeah oh fuck I'm out of toilet paper damn it I'm in the kitchen there's paper towels in the kitchen clench my butt cheeks can I make it I'm back. <laughs> Damn, you know, I just realized when I was in there taking a shit. Yes, ladies, I was taking a shit. Um, I'm out of toilet paper. So, yeah, so I had to squeeze my butt cheeks together so keep the poop from coming out. And I had to run to the kitchen and grab my roll of paper towels. <laughs> you have, have you ever had to do that? Uh, I'm sure I'm not alone in this, where you, you run out of toilet paper, don't realize it, and you have to go use paper towels. The nice rough sandpaper feeling of paper towels. Ah, such a beautiful feeling. You know, I keep sniffling in this, the show when I play it back. I'm, you know, I sound like Donald Trump when he does his speeches. And he's all, and everyone says, oh, he's on, he's sniffing Adderall. <laughs> Holy shit, our president is sniffing Adderall. Imagine that. <laughs> How presidential can you get? Anyway, um, so yeah. So I was talking about vegetarianism. I was talking about my foot. Uh, then I went back to vegetarianism, back to my foot, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so... 
my goal is, you know, I'm a vegetarian right now. I like to say some uh, hashtag part-time veggie life. Because uh, even when, back when I was eating meat, uh, I still had garden burgers every now and then. I, cause I, you know, I like a lot of it. You know, it tastes good. But like I said, there's a lot of good shit out there now, especially in the vegan section. Uh, the smart dogs, the hot dogs are good. The corn dogs, I get the Morningstar corn dogs in the freezer. I might eat some of those in a little bit here. But, yeah, but I want to go back to meat. And I almost did the other night. I even posted on Facebook to a lot of my friends that that know I'm going through this. And they're like, and they're saying, yeah, man, you're going to get sick if you do, blah, blah, blah. And some people said I wouldn't. But I went to Safeway, and I was going to get me a big fat London broil. And I don't know, maybe it was fate, uh, maybe something in the universe, uh, didn't want me going back to meat because there wasn't there wasn't just no good cuts and I wasn't gonna pay like fifteen dollars for like a steak that kind of didn't look that appealing. But as far but I like London broil because what you do is you you, you brown it on each side you know and skillet like iron skillet uh, maybe like I think five to seven minutes I'm no chef here but five to seven minutes on each side and you pop it in the oven and let it cook the rest and, and just you know like a medium uh, medium rare it's a sin to eat your meat or your steak medium uh, well done it's definitely a sin um so yeah uh but I chickened out either I chickened out or something was in the universe that said you're not gonna eat meat today because if you do you're gonna get sick and also like I said I chickened out because I, I kind of well it's not like I chickened out it's like that's the reason why I chose to eat because I've, I didn't have work the next day and um and I was like, well, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna eat meat, if I'm gonna get sick, at least I'm home, and I could just uh, if I get really badly sick, I could just you know stay in the bathroom the whole time <laughs> and not have to worry about being out in public and throwing up everywhere. But I remember like went back when I was a vegetarian in in the nineties, and I went just out of uh, it was just a, out of the as a whim. I went back to eating meat, and I don't remember getting sick or anything. But then again, I was drinking a lot, and maybe I did. So. Anyway, so yeah, I just chicken out. So I'm back to eating vegetarian food. I had some nice, uh, the corn brand. Is it corn or corn? Q-U-O-R-N. Let me know, people, if I'm saying it right. Corn. Um, meatless patties. And I had some nice, uh, big, thick, because they're thick, you know. They look like like thick burgers, you know. And uh, yeah, it was Swiss cheese and uh, all the toppings. And then I had some fries with him. So, yeah. Uh, I got an air fryer now. That's been pretty cool. My brother and my sister-in-law for Christmas got me that. And uh, I put some. I made some real fries with real potatoes in it. And it was, they came out so good. So, yeah. So, like a little cookbook came with it to show you all the different things you can cook in the air fryer. That's really cool. Uh, last night I had vegetarian tacos. I make them really good, so that's a, that's another thing I struggled with when it came to 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 making a decision to go to vegetarian. I am a huge fan of Mexican food. I mean, I probably that's probably what kicked in that. That's what I thought kicked in the gout was because I was eating a lot of meats at the time. I was eating uh, tacos two times a week that I make myself, you know, and I have a burrito at the at the the joint I go to. Um, I should give them a plug. If you're in the Portland area, if you're in Hillsborough area, uh, check out Super Tacos Ochoa. They're over on, I want to say, 2nd Avenue and I want to say Baseline. They're over there by the courthouse and all that stuff. But yeah, Super Tacos Ochoa, that's my spot. 
yeah, I can eat there. I used to eat there like at least once or twice a week. Um, and then just, you know, having steak, chicken, you know, just eating a lot of meat. I was still on that keto. I wasn't on a keto diet, but I was still eating like I was, you know, just mostly eating all meats. Um, so I felt like that's what caused the gout. So that's what made me go to vegetarianism for a while. But yeah. Um, where was I at? <laughs> so yeah, I'm a vegetarian right now, but I'm going to try to go back to meat. But, uh, so, oh yeah, that's what I was talking about. Duh! Here's what happens on the, when you're doing it live and you're not editing or, or, or doing anything or scripting or nothing like that. I was afraid to go to vegetarian because what am I going to do about my tacos that I make so well? I make really good tacos. I mean, they're apartment 27 famous tacos. And I say that because in my house with me and my cat Tamarin, these tacos are a hit. Um, you got to try them one day. Maybe I'll open up a restaurant. Anyway, so, yeah, I was thinking about if I ever open up my own Mexican restaurant, it'd be called Gringo's Mexican Restaurant. Because <laughs> I'm a white guy, man. And it's like, you know, I'm a gringo and I make really good Mexican food. I think I make it better than some Mexicans than I know. <laughs> that's, a, that's an overstatement, man. Anyway. Uh what else was I going to say? Yeah, so I was afraid I was going to, because, you know, the carne asada, the lime, and the cilantro, and the onion, and all this stuff like that. So, but check it out. I use a corn's, uh, corn, or corn's meatless uh, meat crumbles, same ingredients that I normally use for my uh, carne asada tacos. Came out really, comes out really good, man. Fucking last night, fucking rocked. I mean, shit. I was like, I'm thinking, damn, I could do a vegetarian and a regular, um, like a, like a bipartisan restaurant where it's like vegetarians and, and carnivores could all come together and, and eat at this restaurant. So they can have the same dish, but want to be vegetarian style, want to be uh, meat. Don't they already do that, though, in restaurants? Don't they already do that at uh, Red Robin? Like, you know, you can have your the same burger that they make with right, real meat. You can actually have them put a, a vegetarian uh, patty on it. Now they got the impossible patty. Uh, yeah, you're right. So I guess I wouldn't be too original. But as a Mexican restaurant, I would be. So anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So enough of that. What else are we going to talk about on this show? What do you want to hear about? Uh, like I said, in the future, I'm going to be looking at uh, getting some guests on here. Uh, I have so many things I like to do, you know. Uh, like I said, this is the third episode. Please hang in there. Uh, it's just going to get better. Uh, the more I do this, the more it's going to get, the more better it's going to get. Um, I'll probably even talk a little bit more fluent, not flub up my words so much. Uh, you know, that, that's one of the reasons, again, that's one of the reasons I started doing it so I can work on my communication. Uh, I got this little bit of a speech impediment I've always had. Even when I sing, you know, sometimes I pronounce words weird when I sing, but I figure out a lot of singers do that too anyway. So, yeah, so we're 45 minutes into the show. I don't want it to go over an hour. Um, I'm trying to think what I could talk about. You know, I love black metal. Uh, I love everything heavy metal, uh, death metal. Uh, got my favorite bands, obviously. We talked about it the last show was Iron Maiden. I'm also a big fan of Judas Priest. When it comes to black metal, uh, Asagram is an all-female black metal band. Uh, you check them out. It's spelled A-S-A-G-R-A-U-M. Asagram, they're a three-piece, sometimes a two-piece. I don't know, it's weird. They have different members live, and then, the, the, and then usually on the record, there's like two out, two, uh, two members. Uh, but yeah, they're, I just love them. I mean, they have that old-school Bathory uh, sound to them, because that's what I grew up on. Uh, when I got into black metal, it was around 87, 
86, you know, when I met a friend, my friend, my good friend, Paul, uh, he, you know, he came from Thailand, you know, he just moved into Atwater and, and he had this huge record collection at that time, me and my drummer, Tony and, and the band, we were just listening to like, you know, whatever, like Wasp, Motley Crue, Twisted Sister, uh, Slayer, you know, Slayer was probably the heaviest thing we, we, we heard at that time. Like when we heard Hella Waits for the first time, it was like, holy shit, that's fucking, that's evil, you know? And then we got this, this little guy. Uh, Paul comes in and starts school or whatever, and we thought, because the way he looked at it, it was really long, he was really small and skinny and uh, really long hair, and he always looked pissed off, you know, we're like, damn, who's that pissed, and he looked like a pissed off little girl, like a little high school girl or whatever, we're like, damn, she, she looks pissed off, come to find out it's a guy, you know, <laughs> and so we somehow f find a way to introduce ourselves, and we just hit it off really well, he just brought us to his house, and he had this massive record collection, um, with records that you know bands we never heard of well a lot of bands my, my drummer heard of because he was a little bit more in tune with what was going on outside of the united states at that time uh but yeah so we're just blown away like you know when i saw bathory's first album celtic frost celtic frost or celtic frost however you want to say it um freaking venom mayhem even yeah the early mayhem album you know the, the demo or whatever it was uh or whatever their first two albums were uh i didn't really got into mayhem my band Willow Wisp played with Mayhem at the Whiskey a couple of times. Uh, I'm just recently getting into Mayhem. For some reason, uh, I don't know. I like what they stand for. I love everything they're about. I mean, their history. I mean, that whole thing that happened with Dead and Anonymous and all that shit. I mean, that was some crazy shit. I saw that movie just came out recently, the black metal movie. Uh, why is it Why is it escaping my brain right now? I don't know, but I'll, maybe I'll talk about it the next show. Um, yeah, so... Just all those bands, that's what got me into extreme metal and then later on black metal and, and, and stuff like that. So thank you, Paul, my brother from another mother, uh, who's also working on some new music. I'm gonna, I, really, I like to get him on the show. Uh, a lot of my friends I like to come on, have a way to get on the show, man. It's just kind of like I got to you know work out this sound system and figure out how I'm going to do it. So stay tuned. Like I said, the shows are just going to get better. I'm going to have a lot of stories to tell. I'd like to maybe go into... Uh, Again, we'll, I'm going to do a special segment. It's all about addiction and recovery because I'm an alcohol and drug counselor, and that's what I do uh, other than music and, and, and this. Uh, but I do would like I would like to do a special one-hour episode of just talking about that and, and uh, giving some advice on what it takes to get clean and sober. You know, it's a, it's a hard, it's hard for some. It's hard for a lot, and uh, it's not an easy you know, one question I always ask in my assessments, you know, if, if it was easy to quit, would you do it? You know, usually the answer is yes. But, uh, so I'm going to leave you with a little something at the end of the show. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, it's been a wonderful Monday. Stay tuned every Monday for the Eric D. Fulmer podcast show. Eventually I'll have my cat Tamarin host with me. You'll hear her in the background. Meow, meow, meow. She's always giving me shit. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, I wish I had some good words of wisdom, parting words. I can't think of any right now, but uh, I'll have to write something out maybe. But uh, until next time, just, you know, stay safe. That's all I can ask. Stay safe. Stay, uh, stay you. You know, if you are already doing what you are supposed to be doing in, in your life and, uh, and if you're not doing what you think you're supposed to be doing in your life, figure out things you can do and, and 
avenues you can go to get there, you know, because as long as you're alive, every day that you're alive, it's a brand new day. Uh, you're given that opportunity. We're not promised tomorrow, but when you uh, actually get tomorrow, you're given that opportunity to make it happen. Uh, so that's the best thing I can say right now is just keep making it happen. And if it's not happened yet, keep at it. You, you It will happen. Um, so till next time, next Monday will be a new show. Um, maybe I'll have some more surprise, uh, musical guests. Who knows? That was a trip, man. Leonard Cohen. Fuck. Wonder what he's doing right now. He's probably on uh, Pioneer Square right now playing some of his hits <laughs> and people are probably screaming. I should turn on the news. It's probably like mayhem down there. There's like, see like zombie Leonard Cohen playing his, his music and shit. All right. All right, everyone. Wait, you forgot something. Oh, yeah. I was going to talk about uh, making out lists for binge-watching shows. But don't worry, I will do that at the next show, I promise. Again, the show will keep getting better and better as I keep going forward. But you can always catch me at Eric. D-E-E, Fulmer, F-U-L-L-M, as in Mary, E-R... Eric D. Fulmer, uh, go there and uh, let me know what you think about this podcast and uh, if I should keep doing it or should should I take it out in the back, like Mr. Wonderful said on the Shark Tank, should I take it out the, take it out back and shoot it? <laughs> no, I'm just going to keep doing it. This is fun, you know, whether I have one listener or a thousand listeners, I got to talk like as if I have a million listeners and um, I will continue to do so. All right, because it's, it's just a, it's a podcast, man. This ain't, this ain't network television or, 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 or radio or satellite. But maybe one day it will be. <laughs> All right. Till next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. It's been a wonderful ride. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. It's been a wonderful ride. Riding with you. Until next time, I hope uh, Eric gives me a name instead of just announcer. Am I going to get a name next time, Eric? What? Show's over. Get to the hall. Check in the mail. Okay.